Alright, so on today's episode, a review of the crazy AEW Dynamite episode that just aired. It was crazy, it was over the top, we'll talk everything about it uh, right after the intro, and then we'll talk about Kevin Owens, where will he end up? Uh, Triple H health condition, he's alright now, but what happened to him? And we'll also have a, a pretty much in-depth conversation of the top 10 in the PWI top 500 wrestlers of the year. Uh, the list is already making Twitter go crazy, making the wrestlers on Twitter go crazy. And it will make you go crazy as well. So let's start the show. Very busy show. Hope you'll enjoy it. Here we go. Welcome to 15 Minute Time Limit, the wrestling podcast. So, AEW Dynamite was jam-packed this night. All of the debuting superstars from All Out were featured, and it was crazy. Let's get to the action. Uh, We started off with Malachi Black. He beat Dustin Rhodes. Got a, an announcement of another rematch between Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes set up for a AEW Grand Slam in uh, uh, New York on September 22nd. We got a promo from the new tag team champions, the Lucha Brothers. Uh, great champions. Love that they won the title. Then we get into promo time with CM Punk. He thanks Darby Allen. He thanks Sting. He thanks the audience. It's still wild to see CM Punk weekly. On AW, this is amazing. Um, his new feud is with Team Taz. He's uh, Taz came out. They confronted each other. Um, I really now want to see Punk versus Ricky Starks. I want to see the promos between them. I want to see the match. Um, he'll have good matches with the Powerhouse Hogs as well. But I think him and Ricky could do uh, could do a great program together. Ricky had some. Uh, Segment with Brian Cage, so uh, I guess he'll, he'll wait for that feud to be over uh, until he gets to Punk. Um, speaking of powerhouse hubs, he beat Dante Martin. Uh, the match itself wasn't quite that high level. Uh, it was a good showcase for uh, powerhouse hubs, but I think hubs uh, got better matches in the past on Dante Martin as well. Something didn't click there. Um, we had Britt Baker and Ruby Soho backstage segment with Tony Schiavone. Uh, Britt burned Ruby Soho with uh, her uh, four years in catering line. Ah, that hurt. Um, we have a very long MJF promo saying how he should have beaten Chris Jericho and ended his career, insulting Cincinnati, insulting Brian Pillman Jr., attacking Griff Garrison. Um, I don't mind a match between or a program between MJF and uh, Brian Pillman Jr., but it was a long promo. It was a good heel promo, but it was very, very long. And we'll talk about uh, timing and location later. Uh, Ruby Soho, in her debut match, beat Jamie Hader. The match wasn't that good either. I love Ruby Soho a lot. I think Jamie Hader is a good wrestler, but something was off in their chemistry there. Um, it could have been better, let's just say. Uh, after the match, uh, Britt Baker, Rebel, and Jamie Hitter attack uh, Ruby Soho, but Riho and Chris Tadlander come for the save and to equalize things. 
Speaking of three versus three, we got uh, the Pinnacle, FTR and Sean Spears beating the Dark Order, which led to another brawl within the Dark Order, within the factions inside Dark Order. Uh, Uno and Garrison um, weren't too happy about the match. It's interesting to see where will the whole Dark Order story goes. Um, then we had the Elite promo, which was also... A long promo um, timing of the episode wasn't that good uh, but eventually what we got is Adam Cole baby versus Frankie Kazarian live next Wednesday the first match uh, since Cole signed uh, Kenny Mega of course saying he's uh, the number one of the PW500 which we also will discuss later on and Brandon is setting up the challenge to Kenny Omega it will be very very interesting uh, and then we got the main event, which was very, very short. We didn't hear Minoru Suzuki's theme. Uh, it was a good match. It was a hard-hitting match as expected, but these two had a better match in New Japan Pro Wrestling, a longer match. So the timing issues was off, uh, kind of ruined the potential of another great match between those two. In the end, it was an okay show of Dynamite with some timing problems and some wrestling problems um, but a great main event and some good promos go check it out all right so even though we're done with the adam cole baby watch because cole signed with aw like we discussed already um a new watch uh, maybe we may start now a new watch the Sami Zayn and kevin owens watch uh, Fightful Select, uh, Sean Rossap reports that Kevin Owens' contract doesn't end up in 2023, but rather in January of 2022, so just in a few months. And throughout the discussion about Kevin Owens' contract, it got revealed that Sami Zayn's contract ends up in October 2021, so in one month. Um, will we see either of them join AEW? Will we see El Generico resurfacing now, coming back from the orphanage in Mexico? Um, will we see Kevin Steen? Steen Rico? I mean, um, there was a, a tweet by Kevin Owens who tweeted the coordinates of Mount Rushmore and then deleted that tweet. But, I mean, come on. You don't tweet something and delete it without knowing someone will do a screenshot and there will be... A long, long people that will a long list of people that will start talking about it and reporting it. Uh, for those of you unaware, Mount Rushmore was a stable in Pro Wrestling Gorilla and PWG, consisting of Kevin Owens, then known as Kevin Steen, Adam Cole, uh, Bay Bay, and the Young Bucks. Uh, they are the original Mount Rushmore. There was uh, Mount Rushmore 2.0 later on with the uh, Bucks, Cole, and uh, Roderick Strong. Uh, and Super Dragon, I think, was with them, right? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not recalling Super Dragon. Don't kill me, please. But um, Kevin Owens drops a hint, and then his contract expiracy date comes up, and yeah, it could be crazy seeing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in AEW, or Kevin Steen in El Generico, or whatever combination you want. But uh, never say never, we saw it with Alan Cole, we saw it with Brian Danielson, we saw it with CM Punk, with Malachi Black, uh, with Miro, Christian Cage. I mean, this is crazy. Sting, 
so never say never and we'll uh, just uh, gonna start a new watch but I don't think it will be daily maybe weekly maybe monthly uh, we'll see where it goes we'll keep you updated right here on the 15 minute time limit podcast yeah All right, uh, I'm going to be serious for a moment, um, and I want to wish a speedy recovery to Paul Levesque, a.k.a. Triple H. The official statement from WWE said that uh, Paul Levesque underwent a successful procedure last week at uh, Yale New Haven Hospital following a cardiac event. The episode was caused by a genetic heart issue, and Paul is expected to make a full recovery. Now I know uh, I've seen it on Twitter and Reddit, it's very... Easy to joke about that his heart was broken after what uh, they did to NXT, to his NXT. Um, yeah, I read the jokes. But seriously, Polovec, one of my favorite wrestlers uh, of all time and one of my favorite wrestling people uh, currently working anywhere. Uh, so really, just a speedy recovery Get back to work as soon as you can, but not too soon. Heal it up first and not in a double E heal, but in a EA heal kind of way. Um, and get, get well soon, man. Get well soon. Right, so Pro Wrestling Illustrated, PWI, have published or announced their uh, top 500 And the number one spot in the whole wide world is Kenny the Cleaner Omega. Ah, The crowd cheers, yeah. Uh, So quick, uh, let's go over the top 10 from uh, this uh, this year's issue. Number one, Kenny Omega. Number two, Roman Reigns, the big dog. Number three, the almighty Bobby Lashley. Number four, Drew McIntyre. Number five, Korai Bushi. Six, John Moxley. Seven, Will Osprey. Eight, Finn Balor. Nine, Shingo Takagi. And ten, Rich Swan. So, for those of you who don't know what's all the, all the fuss about, what's the PWI 500, top 500 list? Basically, Pro Wrestling Illustrated is one of the most, um, uh, I don't know, most acclaimed um, wrestling magazines out there, uh, certainly one of the oldest one, and they compile a list every year of the top 500 wrestlers. Now, they take into consideration the bookings. They take into consideration the win-loss records. They take into consideration the promotion. They take into consideration titles held. So um, it's kind of a kayfabe list uh, because, you know, they don't rank who's the best wrestler but they base their list on the wrestler's accomplishments and where did the wrestler accomplish them so uh, wrestling in AEW or WWE will get you more points than wrestling in New Japan or Impact Uh, holding a title for a longer period of time will get you more points than holding the title for a few days and so on and so on Uh, so it's not surprising Kenny Omega who held lots of titles in the past year oh and also their time frame is, uh, if I remember correctly, from July till July. So Kenny Omega held more than one title during that time, and he's the current AW World Champion. Uh, Roman Reigns, of course, 
uh, the big dog, the head of the table, the chief, uh, held WWE title throughout more than a year already, but I think he wrestled less matches than Kenny Omega, so that can explain the placement on the ranking. Bobby Lashley, of course, um, what a great year for Bobby Lashley. What a great, great year. Uh, amazing year. Um, and so I'm do the list. Glad to see Rich Swan um, finishing the top 10 at number 10. I love Rich Swan. He's he's a very cool wrestler, and uh, Impact getting some love. Uh, it's always great. Uh, and just one uh, last thing about the the top ten list. Um, Will Osprey tweeted that um, I'd beat up number one any day of the week and twice on Wednesdays. Just saying, wink, wink. Will we see Will Osprey and Dynamite soon? I mean, with everything that's going on in AW. That won't really surprise me uh, to see him someday. Not 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 this dynamite, not this month, but uh, maybe this month at Arthur Ashe. I don't know. Osprey's in the States. He's not going back to Japan to do the G1. He's staying in the U.S. branch of New Japan Pro Wrestling. So he's in the States already, you know. Who knows? Maybe we'll see, we'll see them one-on-one. And uh, Kenny Omega responded to Will Ospreay on Twitter as well, saying, Your promotion has been so ice-cold since I left that not even Meltzer can convince his followers that you were part of any best-in-the-world conversation. It hurts me, bruv. One of you dorks should have been the guy. Turned out a bigger dog was my only competition. Ouch. This is like the one inked angel version on Twitter from Kenny Omega to Will Ospreay. And that's a massive burn. But this is, it. This is the top 10 of the PWI 500 wrestlers list of this year. That's all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, to share, to tell a friend, uh, and spread the word of the 15-Minute Time Limit Wrestling Podcast to whoever you want to, whoever likes wrestling and likes to hear about wrestling, but doesn't have a lot of time to do that. This is the perfect podcast for you guys. Thank you very much, and we'll see you tomorrow.